my God. You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. This department fought so incredibly hard to suppress what is in the Nashville shooter's manifesto. The woman who transitioned to a man who went in and shot those little children and teachers. F you, little shills. I wish to shoot you, weak ass. And it goes on from there. Your yellow hair. Kill all of you little crackers. Bunch of little faggots with your white privilege. F you. Read it for yourself. See more of the pages right now at Infowars.com. And Stephen Crowder, who broke it, is covering it all live on his show as we speak at JonesCrowder.com. That's why they're trying to suppress this. This is another one of the monsters that the leftist brainwashing cult and the universities and the MSM have created. news today ladies and gentlemen alex jones here with breaking news that the power structure and the justice department has tried to suppress the nashville shooter the trans woman demand who went in to the little christian school and shot those little kids and shot those teachers the manifesto was suppressed when it happened and we now have confirmed from insiders It was the Justice Department suppressing it. So the local government is upset about this, the police department, and from sources inside the system, we'll leave it at that, they have leaked to Stephen Crowder and his investigative unit, they have leaked to them the first three pages of the document where she talks about wokeness and hating white privilege and all the rest of it. This is being done to then pressure the government itself to officially, of Nashville, release the manifesto, because it's reportedly huge, and see how this monster was brainwashed and poisoned by leftist propaganda. Reportedly from the sources, she was a total brainwashed leftist on a bunch of psychotropics that love BLM, you name it. Stephen Crowder has the first tranche. We're told more is going to be coming. It's exclusively at jonescrowder.com. If you go there, you can go and become a subscriber and see all of Steven Crowder's shows, all his material, all his info. Now, he's already put out the pages, but if you want the analysis and more breakdown, that's over at the Mug Club and over uh, at the great folks at Rumble. He also is going to be posting it to YouTube as well. But if you want to support the broadcast and become a subscriber and also support what we're doing, go to jonescrowder.com and sign up to get my show over at the Mug Club, Steven Crowder's, the Hodge Twins, and so much more. But this is big. The system is trying to suppress it. And they're going to be very, very upset that this has now come out because it flies in the face of their narrative and shows how the anti-white brainwashing leftist Marxist agenda is creating these type of poisoned minds. Again, it's all right now at Infowars.com and, of course, at JonesCrowder.com. Stephen Crowder is going to be covering it all live coming up in less than an hour. Read the first three sickening pages of the manifesto for yourself at Infowars.com and at LowerWithCrowder.com. Read it for yourself. It's literally Charlie Manson, race war, kill the whitey, kill the little blonde-haired children, kill the effing crackers, kill the white privilege. That's what this monster was saying 
and it was suppressed. But every time it's a right winger doing something wrong or someone who isn't even close to being a right winger, the mainstream media tells you that all these Antifa shooters and Satanist shooters and SSRI psycho shooters are right wingers or populist or Trump supporters. And in almost every case, they're either apolitical or they're into Satanism or Antifa. And this is the toxic media. This is the division, the divide and conquer being engaged in. More in the hours and days to come, but this is a story of the establishment trying to suppress the truth because the good people on the inside were now learning that truth. Infowars.com stands for truth. Tomorrow's news today. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The War Room, Infowars.com, Band.video. We have a lot to discuss today. We'll be talking, of course, about Israel and Gaza, the manifesto from the trans shooter, the, tr- the tranifesto, some people are calling it. We'll look at some details that perhaps others have missed. But I do want to start today with the status of Owen Schroyer, defendowen.com. This was posted on the official Twitter account being managed by his legal team, at Owen Schroyer 1776. They say this, update, we have received a tip indicating that Owen is now facing 30 days in solitary confinement. He has been moved to another building on the FCI Oakdale prison grounds. We still have not been able to communicate directly This is the only information we have at this time. This was posted at 5.50 a.m. this morning. This is torture. This is mental torture being inflicted on somebody who, in any reasonable society, would never have been convicted or even charged with a crime. He didn't really commit a crime. Let me rephrase that. He didn't commit a crime. No crime was committed. He was sentenced to two months in prison for ostensibly and debatably violating a agreement that he made after previously protesting at the Capitol and being barred from doing so. He happened to be around near the Capitol, on the Capitol grounds in the restricted area, they say. And for that, he was punished with two months in prison, already a cruel and unusual punishment. And we don't need to even play the imagine if it was them card. Obviously, over this weekend, you had hundreds of thousands of people in Washington, D.C., scaling the White House fence, Attempting to knock it over. We've had 
massive protest continuously inside the Capitol doing the very thing that Onshoyer was charged with, is being punished for. If it had just been two months in prison, two months taken out of his life, two months in a state of desperation and complete lack of safety, that already would have been too much for any reasonable person to support. But he goes in, and the first week that he's in, he is placed in solitary confinement, supposedly under COVID protocols. Now it's 2023. The fact that so-called COVID protocols are even still happening I wonder I wonder if they really are, or I wonder if this wasn't a special case made for Owen. He spends a week in solitary confinement, which means no communication with the outside world, no communication with any other human being, locked in a room with a fluorescent light that never turns off, and it's freezing cold. He spends a week in there. He finally gets out. He's finally able to make a phone call to the outside. The person on the other end records that phone call, posts it as a message, thanking all of Owen's supporters for their letters and kind words and well wishes. And supposedly on the basis of that, he's thrown back into solitary confinement for at least a week. It's been a week today. So he's in solitary confinement alone in a freezing cold, bright room, 24 hours a day, completely cut off from communication with even his legal team. His legal team runs this Twitter account, and they say we have still not been able to communicate directly. He's out for one day. He makes a phone call. I mean, I don't. Th- there is no... As far as I know, restriction. I mean, we've had and we'll have on tomorrow prisoners from January 6th, people inside prison. They can call out. They can go live on the radio. They can send messages. They can write letters. There's nothing that is violating the terms of his confinement in a voice recording of his being posted on Twitter. And yet they use that excuse to lock him up for at least another week. So two weeks, two weeks alone with no music, no entertainment, no connection with the outside world. But now apparently, and they don't even know this because they're not even letting his legal team know, he will be locked in solitary confinement for 30 days. This is torture. This is psychological torture. This is going to change Owen for the rest of his life, for better or worse. And obviously we just pray that he has the uh, strength to maintain his sanity throughout all of this. But no human being can be deprived of everything for 30 days straight and come out the same on the other side. 
This is psychological torture and nothing less. As far as I know, there's no legal basis to this. There's no rationale to this. Actual criminals don't get put in solitary confinement for a month because they make a phone call when they're finally let out of solitary confinement. Hard to overstate the sheer just vindictive evil that we're confronting here and that Owen is currently as we speak being tortured by. I think that is the most troubling part of this is that he's never going to be the same. You I, Honestly, you cannot go through something like this and ever remain the same. And, and we know from cult programming, this was a strategy used in the Jim Jones cult, but it's a CIA tactic, a brainwashing tactic, that if you isolate somebody, if you deprive them of everything, if you treat them like this, you do so for the sole purpose of literally breaking their will, degrading them to a malleable putty that you can then reshape. That's why it's called brainwashing. Brainwashing isn't the introduction of information or personality. It's the washing of the person's personality in the first place. So again, I just... It feels so helpless. It feels like our friend has been kidnapped by some gang and is just being tortured, held without reason. Two months in jail alone is cruel and unusual punishment, but a month of his life in a bright, cold room without so much as being able to call people on the outside it's brutal beyond description I encourage you to go to defendowen.com I encourage you to pray for him and I really just pray that he maintains his strength throughout this vicious vicious persecution the satanic new world order is betting against humanity They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, and we put our destiny in the hands of God. Because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? 
Finally, Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and now available for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This specially formulated drink mix gives your body the essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and other beneficial compounds that support optimum health. Vitamin Mineral Fusion goes above and beyond the standard of vitamins and trace minerals. Our exclusive formula is loaded with 34 key ingredients, including vitamin C, E, D, B12, calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, L-glutamine, CoQ10, alpha-lipoic acid, folic acid riboflavin, and much more. Aside from bolstering your bodily functions, this drink mix is naturally delicious. And unlike capsules and vitamin pills, it's truly a pleasure to the taste buds. So if you haven't already, mix it up and take your health to the next level with Vitamin Mineral Fusion today. Now 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com The War Room InfoWars.com forward slash show Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. I'm your host, Harrison Smith, M4s.com, band.video. You can go to watch this live stream, share the links, share the videos, download them yourself, upload them on your own page, and, of course, support us at InfoWarsStore.com. We have a lot to cover today. We will, of course, be getting into the Nashville Trans Shooters Manifesto, asking some questions that I haven't seen asked before. We showed, beginning of this hour, a little five-minute video of Alex Jones breaking down how this was obtained and what it includes, but there have been some developments since then, so we'll get into those. We'll also, of course, look at the Israel-Gaza conflict, and there is a distinct overlap, by the way, between the Israel-Gaza conflict and what's going on here. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Stories at Infowars.com. Breaking exclusive. See the Nashville Transgender Shooters Manifesto. Killer was anti-white, pledged to, quote, kill little crackers. This is not the first example of anti-white violence. Not by a long shot. In fact, a mass shooter last year, who was a... Hispanic guy who the entire media claimed was a Nazi because in his notes, in his, I guess you could call it manifesto, he'd written things like, I love Hitler because I love evil things and Hitler's evil. But he'd also written that he hated white people, despised white people. Also in Tennessee, there was a string of random murders of white people with the black shooters driving around bragging about it and announcing that they were driving around targeting white people for violence. It's almost the inevitable consequence of the stochastic terror of mainstream media that we've been inundated with for the last several years. Relentless demonization of a group of people, several groups of people, white people, Christian people, for lack of a better term, normal people. 
And that's what I think is a important underlying factor to consider here is what is the interplay? What is the overlap between anti-white sentiment and transgenderism? What is this underlying current of envy, jealousy, hate, a desire to destroy people that are better off than you? Because you see that over and over in this transgender manifesto where they pledge to kill all you little crackers with your white privileges. Right, so white privilege being talking about talked about here. She also has the timeline laid out planning the day that she would carry out this attack. So there's uh, so when you're when we're looking at at what has been released of this manifesto. By the way, the manifesto is much much larger than the three pages that have been released. But as we're looking at it, there's a couple aspects to this. The first is the obvious association with the leftist, liberal, mainstream, to use their words, stochastic terrorism that has been pumped into not just mainstream media, but also the schools, also the education system. The other aspect to consider is why this wasn't released for so long. In fact, it still hasn't been released. This was leaked, and in fact, it's one of the updates we have. The Nashville mayor has launched an investigation into the leak of the transgender Nashville shooters manifesto. So they're now working with the FBI, the Metropolitan Police, the state police. It is an all-out manhunt to try to figure out how this got released. Because if it was up to them, this never would have got released. But it also perhaps unintentionally confirms its legitimacy. In other words, if it wasn't real, they wouldn't launch an investigation to see who leaked it. On top of that, the connection between what this shooter talks about in the pages that have been released and the connection to mental health, transgenderism, the enforced madness that frankly it's a miracle more high schoolers haven't been seduced by and, and carried out attacks like this. I guess that's part of it is that it's internalized and you just instead of actually acting out on the ideas that people are you know being uh, indoctrinated with they just go on antipsychotics or hormone therapy drugs and they just chemically lobotomize themselves and why wouldn't the authorities want this out I mean it's really amazing because the quotes they're saying are actually trying to couch the failure to release this manifesto as if it is for the benefit of the families that were affected by this 
from Post Millennial. Following the leak of the transgender Nashville shooter's manifesto on Monday morning, Mayor Freddie O'Connell said that the city has launched an investigation into how the images of the writing were released. Saying, quote, I have directed Walt, uh, Wally Dietz, Metro Law Director, to initiate an investigation into how these images could have been released. That investigation may involve local, state, and federal authorities. I'm deeply concerned with the safety, security, and well-being of the Covenant family and to all Nashvillians who are grieving, he said in a statement. Oh, it's for your benefit. It's for your safety that they want to hide, disguise, and keep secret the motivation behind a mass shooter. See, so concerned about your safety that he's going to disguise the motivation behind the people who killed your children. It's pretty obvious why. The reason is because they've spent the last six years continuously talking about how rhetoric is violence. And how violent ideas or ideas that people commit violence on behalf of have to be silenced because language is violence. Well, if that's the case and if that's the way that we see free speech in this country now, any talk about anti-whiteism, any talk about so-called reverse racism, reverse discrimination is complicit and really has blood on their hands. They have blood on their hands, the people who took this little girl, warped her mind beyond recognition, told her she was trans, made her hate herself and the people around her, and made her commit this violent act. Finally, after close to a year, in early November, where I'm cutting this ad, we finally got one of our flagship products back in stock, Ultra 12, the highest quality vitamin B12 organic. You take it out of the tongue so you get better absorption of the body through your blood vessels. And what it does to every system in your body is simply incredible. It's the natural, clean energy, focus, immune system, everything. And it's 40% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. This has been rated as the best B12 in the country. It's available from a top lab that we private label it through at InfoWarsStore.com. Ultra 12, vitamin B12, taken sublingually, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Or you can call toll-free and order it as well, 888-253-3139. And Ultra 12 funds the InfoWar as well. Infowars.com forward slash show. Navigating the maze of mainstream narratives, Harrison Smith finds the hidden paths in the war room. Not exactly unexpected that you take a generation of children and raise them on purpose, specifically, indoctrinate them into an ideology of hate, of jealousy, of envy, to be miserable and anxious, and to be told that's not that that's a natural part of growing up and that you're strong enough to handle it, but rather that 
it's the fault of some racial group or religious organization. This happened at the Covenant School, a private Presbyterian school in Nashville, where three children and three adults were killed. It was a school that the shooter had attended. In fact, some of the victims were known to the shooter. It wasn't random. It was targeted. We know that the manifesto is much larger than the three pages that have been released so far. We can you know, understand a lot from what uh, they wrote, specifically complaining about the victim's, quote, white privilege, yellow hair, and writing things like, in talking about the people that she was targeting in a you know, vile, sort of hateful way, saying going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis, sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs with con- and convertibles. And I've said, on, I've said a lot, and it, it really isn't all that complicated. So much of the actual racism, the actual hate, the actual divisive attitude in America today comes strictly from jealousy, from envy, which in itself is is a symptom of just spiritual weakness. And obviously, self-hate, right? This is a person who went to this private school. This is a person who was well-off, who was white, and yet through the insistent indoctrination through the media and the schools, an interesting aspect of this is that the Covenant School itself actually sued to keep this hidden. Perhaps because elsewhere in the manifesto, maybe she talks about where she learned some of this stuff. Maybe the school itself has some complicity in this and that they, like Practically every school in the nation these days has a curriculum that demonizes white people, demonizes even Christians. Even a Christian school is not above demonizing the Christians of the past in some misguided virtue signal to modern progressives who despise them regardless. Audrey Hale is the name of the killer. Murdered three children and three adults at the private Presbyterian school in Nashville, Tennessee last March. And the manifesto was revealed on Crowder's show this morning. And it spread around. But there's a couple things that I think warrant further investigation. Uh, one of these is, is sort of obvious. Lots of people are pointing it out that she said she almost got caught several times prior to the attack. In the manifesto, it says things like this. Uh, one page, crude drawings at the top and says, Death Day, 
with the date scribbled at the top. It says, the day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Been excited for the last two weeks. Saying there were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. Well, your victims were children, so how could they be ready? Later said, quote, God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be 10 minute tops. It might be three to seven. It's going to go quick. I hope I have a high death count. Then wrote, ready to die, Nana, and signed it, Aiden, Hale's trans name. And goes through minute by minute planning uh, the getting ready, the preparation, interspersed with statements like kill those kids, calling them crackers, white privilege, et cetera, et cetera. Now I want to take a, a moment here to remind ourselves of back when this occurred, what the reaction was from the American government. First, they tried to act like they had no idea why this was happening. It was guns, obviously. We need gun control. It was... Uh, you know, a white person, so it's white supremacy once again. They're probably a racist, an anti-Semite. Probably one of the things that is, of course, just blood libel against white people that ironically actually contributed to this event in the first place. But I want to go to clip number 13 here because when it was revealed that the shooter was trans, when it was revealed that she specifically targeted Christians and this Christian school. Even though the FBI and the local police and the media were very insistent on not letting anybody see the manifesto or understand the reasons behind why this person carried out this mass shooting, people still understood or were speculating that it was probably anti-Christian. And when Joe Biden was asked about this, he literally laughed at it. So let's go now to number 13. I, I have no idea. Josh Holy believes they were. What are you saying to that? Well, I probably don't, then. <laughs> probably don't. No, I'm joking. No, I have no idea. sort of impossible to uh, underscore to an appropriate degree the influence that the overall cultural landscape contributed to this attack and then it was on evidence in the hours following where not only is this formerly happy and seemingly normal young lady warped beyond recognition by transgender ideology and and racist anti-white indoctrination. But then when that was brought up as a possibility, when the president of the United States was asked, do you think this person targeted this religion or this race specifically? He literally laughs at it. Because that's the idea, right? The idea is that we are in a white supremacist society And that white people, therefore, cannot be victims. And if white people or Christians 
are targeted by violence and their children killed, it's a laughing matter. It's something funny. If anything, I guess we deserve it. If anything, it's an appropriate reaction if you listen to the rhetoric and ideas of the people that brought this about. And then I remind you, immediately after, the White House announced a trans day of visibility to celebrate and honor this shooter. They declared a national holiday of trans visibility, celebrating, encouraging, uplifting the ideology of this mass murder while laughing at the victims and hiding the reality by disguising the manifesto and not releasing it. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. We have three original, one-of-a-kind toothpaste designed by my father, a dentist, at InfoWarsStore.com that don't have fillers, that are filled with high-quality essential oils and more. We have the turmeric toothpaste, we have the ultimate tooth whitening with coral calcium toothpaste, and we have the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste, again, with a whole bunch of key essential oils that are so good, not just for your teeth and your gums, but your whole mouth, your throat, and more. These are really game-changing toothpaste. They're very, very strong. Most over-the-counter toothpaste have fluoride. Ours don't. And it doesn't have fillers in it. It is just chock full of incredible things that God gave us through Mother Nature. So, it's now back in stock. It became a bestseller. The turmeric toothpaste is available again at InfoWarsStore.com. We're selling out of the tooth whitening toothpaste. We've got some of that left. And we also have some of the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste in stock, but it's running out as well. So all three toothpaste in stock for a limited time, InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The War Room. We're going to pivot here to talking about the wars, the many wars we're currently engaged in, complete contradiction to our national interest and general well-being. There is a connection between some of the outcomes, some of the fallout of the war in the Middle East compared to or like, like how it intertwines with some of the donors who actually fund the anti-white curriculum and how now that that insistent division is being turned on 
their ethnic group. Uh, they're withdrawing funds and uh, protesting it. also have a bit of a longer video. I'm, I guess I'll save this for later. You know, maybe we'll go to this right now. Maybe this will be a good start. Clip number 10 is video. We, we showed you a video last week of the total debunking of the claims that it was Hamas that hit the hospital. It was a really brilliant sort of mini documentary by Chief Trumpster. Well, he's put together another mini documentary. It took him a week to put it together. It's eight minutes long. It's called Collective Punishment. This film investigates how Israel collectively punishes the Gazan civilians. And I, I want to play this in full and give full credit to uh, the chief for this. Let's go now to clip number 10. Here is... Right, well, we'll have to save it for later then. Sorry, the crew is uh, having a, a little bit of um, technical difficulties behind the scenes here. So maybe we'll have to go to that later, which is fine. I just some of our segments aren't very long, and I don't want to. Uh, I want to play the whole thing, so we'll save that for a little bit later. We can go to it now. All right, let's do it. Here it is: collective punishment by Chief Trumpster. Let's watch. As Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, alongside the new chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General CQ Brown, holding a press conference after meeting with NATO allies in Belgium. We heard Austin there promising support to Israel, uh, saying that uh, it will help, the U.S. will help Israel keep itself and its citizens safe, reiterating that Israel has a right and duty to defend itself. Israel has the right, and I would add, responsibility to respond to the slaughter of their people. And we will ensure Israel has what it needs to defend itself against these terrorists. What is collective punishment? Collective punishment has been defined as a form of sanction or punishment imposed on a population in response to a crime committed by a member. We have heard from politicians and the media about Israel's right to self-defense. This sentiment has been shared on both sides of the aisle. The vast majority of mainstream politicians agree with that claim. However, does self-defense give Israel the ability to punish the Palestinians collectively over the actions of a few? Punishment is not limited to the massive barrage of airstrikes, but includes blocking access to water, food, electricity, aid, and the free travel of Palestinians. We will go over how Israel has punished the Gaza civilians during this conflict and measures put forward by countries to provide humanitarian aid to Gaza and which countries have blocked such measures. In just this conflict alone, over 7,000 Palestinians have been killed. Of that amount, over 2,900 are children, over 1,700 of the deaths have been women. Lastly, over 400 of the deaths have been the elderly. 
there have been over 18,500 injuries in this conflict. A third of those are children. There are still over 1,900 reported missing under the rubble in Gaza. Over 1.4 million Gaza civilians have been displaced in this conflict. This is approximately 70% of the Gaza Strip. Over 101 medical personnel, doctors, nurses and paramedics have been killed. Over 100 have been injured in the conflict. Over 183,000 homes, residential units and apartments have been damaged due to the Israeli strikes. Most of these buildings are totally demolished and won't be able to be restored, leaving hundreds of thousands homeless. Israel's blockade during this conflict is a clear example of collective punishment. Food, water, aid and medicine are scarce in Gaza since Israel has closed all ports where supplies can come in. The blockage of receiving these supplies has severely impacted the Gaza civilians. The average Gaza civilian uses less than three liters of water each day, which includes hygiene and cooking needs. Over 70% of the water that they use and drink is not clean, leading to prevalent waterborne illnesses. Gaza civilians have to wait hours at a time to get bread, which might not even be available. Electricity and internet access has been shut down all across Gaza, which means ambulances can't even be called to assist those injured in Israeli airstrikes. This blockade has been in effect for over 10 years, preventing Palestinians from traveling and from accessing key resources needed to survive. Which countries are taking steps to protect the Gaza civilians? Russia and China have been the leading forces that have called for a ceasefire. This would allow for humanitarian aid to arrive in Gaza, which has been blocked for weeks by Israel. This would give water, food, medical supplies, and a variety of other resources to the Gaza population. Israel, the United States, and a majority of Western nations opposed allowing humanitarian aid into Gaza. It's clear that the West wants to collectively punish Gaza, while Eastern countries want to provide much-needed resources to the Gaza civilians. What is the ultimate punishment that Israel plans on giving to the Gaza civilians? A classified 10-page plan from within the Israel Ministry of Defense shows that Israel seeks to forcefully expel over 2.3 million Gaza civilians from Gaza. The document recommends Israel evacuate the civilian population to Sinai during the war and establish tent cities. Later, more permanent cities in the northern Sinai would be created that would absorb the expelled population. Of course, the last step would be to create a, quote, sterile zone of several kilometers within Egypt and prevent the return of the population to activities, residences near the border with Israel, close quote. The document unequivocally and explicitly recommends transferring Palestinian civilians from Gaza as the desired outcome of the war. According to an official in the intelligence ministry, the ministry's personnel stand behind these recommendations. The document proposes promoting a campaign targeting Palestinian civilians in Gaza that will motivate them to accept this plan and lead them to give up their land. In addition, the document encourages the government to lead a public campaign in the Western world to promote the transfer plan. Quote, 
in a way that does not incite or vilify Israel close. Quote, the document also says that the United States should be enlisted in the process to exert pressure on Egypt to absorb the Palestinian residents of Gaza and that other European countries, particularly Greece and Spain, as well as Canada, should help absorb and settle the Palestinian refugees. It is clear that Israel is collectively punishing the Gaza civilians over acts that were not committed by the population. The mass bombing has killed far too many and must stop. There is no Gaza to return to, and we must do all we can to support the civilians and oppose the genocide that is being committed by Israel. Thank you for watching this investigative film. Be sure to follow Chief Trumpster if you haven't already. To support his investigative film production, consider subscribing to Chief Trumpster on Twitter. More content and work can be found on Cozy.tv, Rumble and Telegram. Click the link in his bio to find additional ways to support his work. We must call on our governments to stop the genocide and ensure that the Gaza civilians receive aid. The Gaza civilians are not our enemy and should not be punished for crimes they did not commit. If we don't stop this genocide, we risk many more deaths and further escalation in the Middle East. Really incredible work by Chief Trumpster, and I do suggest you go and uh, subscribe to him. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Of course, that's the only way that we're able to air incredible content like this. I'm going tell you, we're the only television radio network that will do so. We'll be back for the second hour. Finally, after close to a year, in early November, where I'm cutting this ad, we finally got one of our flagship products back in stock, Ultra 12, the highest quality vitamin B12 organic. You take it out of the tongue so you get better absorption of the body through your blood vessels. And what it does to every system in your body is simply incredible. It's the natural, clean energy, focus, immune system, everything. And it's 40% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. This has been rated as the best B12 in the country. It's available from a top lab that we private label it through at InfoWarsStore.com. Ultra 12, vitamin B12, taken sublingually, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Or you can call toll-free and order it as well, 888-253-3139. And Ultra 12 funds the InfoWar as well. Navigating the maze of mainstream narratives... Harrison Smith finds the hidden paths in the war room. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the war room, Infowars.com, band.video. We'll talk about what's happening in Gaza today. As the just unrelenting massacre of innocents continues, we'll get into how America is contributing to that, how all of this is taking place with either explicit or implicit American approval. We have a lot of videos show you about this as well. I think we'll start with clip number five here. We'll go to clip number five. This is an Israeli officer talking openly about the, quote, greater Israel Zionist plan. And as we talk here, and we're going to get into stories such as from Washington Post I'm talking about secrecy shrouding Israel's targeting 
process, how they determine what areas to target with bombs as to whether they're legitimate military targets. There are no legitimate military targets. Like that's not a concern of the Israeli military. They are engaged in a process of genocide, in a land grab. This has nothing to do with October 7th except that that gave them the excuse to do or to accelerate the process that they've been involved in for decades already. Don't take it from me. Take it from this Israeli officer, and I'll narrate. Let's watch. He says, I sit and imagine that in these days there are no dead, no wounded, no wounded. He says, as soon as I move them from the screen, I'm left with perhaps the happiest month of my life. I will explain to you why this is the happiest month of my life since I was born more than 40 years ago. Because we have reached a stage, we have reached a point where the people of Israel are rising. We are finally deciding who we are. We were born 75 years ago as rejuvenated children. We have established ourselves. We have begun to work on our bodies. We have grown. We have grown. The question of identity begins. Who are we? What are we? What do we want to do with ourselves? What is good? What is bad? What is ugly? What is ugly? What are we going to wear? Another thing we will be voting on in these coming days is an important thing is our country. The whole country, including Gaza, including Lebanon, the whole prosperous country. We are returning. We are returning in huge numbers. A small group is so small compared to what we will achieve, God willing. God is great. Shannon, God is great. As I said before, with the help of God, we are no less clear about the country. Clear about the fact that we are spreading to the world what is good and right and morality and values. And therefore, we will destroy evil. And we will defeat Hamas. We will defeat the enemies. And we will destroy everyone, God willing. These types of values and morality that the Israelis are imparting on the rest of us uh, lowly Gentiles. Us, uh, you know, poor, unvirtuous goyim that have to learn about how right and good and lovely it is to kill everyone. A genocidal supremacist ideology that isn't just murderous in its intent, it's murderous in its action, in its behavior. And notice, he didn't say we want to save the Gazans from Hamas. Oh, we want to we want to get rid of Hamas because they're imprisoning the Gazans. No, they are killing all of the Gazans. They are taking that land for themselves. And then he says, next on the list is Lebanon. So how many times have you heard, oh, if Putin gets away with it in Ukraine, he's going to go somewhere else next. This is an Israeli military officer announcing that their intention, once they get done massacring every civilian in Gaza, they're going to turn the Eye of Sauron to Lebanon and take that land next. This is an expansionist, supremacist cult.
All right, welcome back, folks. Give you some updates as to what's going on in what I shouldn't even call a war. Now, wars are between two states. They're armed forces vying for some objective. This is not a war. This is a massacre. This is a genocide. This is a heavily armed, highly sophisticated first world nation expanding and killing anybody in their way. I've said it before, this is the future of war under globalism. Since the first time it was ever imagined, a single global government ruling with tyrannical despotism over the world population, it was pitched as a solution to war. Well, if nations go to war against each other, if you don't have nations, you won't have war. Now, this is what you'll have. What we're seeing play out day after day, this is what awaits us. If the very people that are carrying out this attack are given dominion over the entire world. It won't be war, it won't be militaries and armed forces of two nation states fighting each other. It will be anybody that opposes the demands of the global government will be slated for extermination. The numbers continue to rise. Why wouldn't they? Nothing is being done to stop it. And the only people that could stop it, America, is entirely in the thrall of the people carrying this out. And our entire leadership is in concert with them. From Euronews, more than 10,000 Palestinians killed since October 7th, say health officials. More than 10,000 Palestinians have been killed since October 7th, according to the latest figures released by uh, the health ministry in Gaza. The grim toll includes more than 4,100 children and 2,640 women. Israel has so far rejected U.S. suggestions that it take a humanitarian pause from the relentless bombardment of Gaza and the rising civilian deaths. In the occupied West Bank, which I remind you doesn't have Hamas, more than 140 Palestinians have been killed in settler violence and Israeli raids. Only about 1,000 people have actually left the Gaza Strip through the Rafah crossing since Wednesday under an apparent agreement among the United States, Egypt, Israel, and Qatar, which mediates with Hamas. Israel bombarded the Gaza Strip heavily on Monday as ground fighting continues. Hamas says overnight strikes killed more than 200 people in the besieged Palestinian enclave, where the war with Israel has already left nearly 10,000 dead, half of whom are children. It's not a war. It's a series of massacres. It's a series of vicious mass murder taking place against utterly defenseless civilian population. Now, the Washington Post wrote an article trying to whitewash the obvious intention of the Israeli bombardment campaign, which is to kill or 
expel every citizen of Gaza. That much is obvious. The article says, as Gaza civilian death toll soars, secrecy shrouds Israel's targeting process. And I don't even want to lend too much credence to this article. Like I could go through it and talk about line by line. It's all just ridiculous nonsense. It's it's all just complete deception. I think the takeaway here needs to be you don't need to read the article. All of this is just – it's bullcrap. It's just 100% bullcrap. All of the talk of avoiding civilian casualties, all of the talk of defending ourselves and doing what we must and people being used as human shields, it is all unrelenting bullcrap. Since the conflict began, nearly 10,000 – well, over 10,000 Palestinians have already been killed. Although Israeli officials insist each strike is subject to legal approval, experts say the rules of engagement, which are classified, appear to include a higher threshold for civilian casualties than in previous rounds of fighting. The fact that they even talk about this in this type of language. Oh, well, the, the rules of engagement uh, seem to have a higher threshold for civilian casualties. They are killing only civilians. They're only killing civilians. Hamas is in tunnels. They can't be hit by these bombs. Every time Israel does murder 200 people in a single strike, anytime they do bomb a hospital or a refugee camp full of nothing but women, children, old men, unassociated civilians, they come out and say, yes, well, but we got a Hamas commander. Trust us. We definitely did. As if that makes it okay in the first place, but also totally unverifiable, almost certainly not true, and ridiculous nonsense. I mean, it's just – it is – it is insulting to actually couch this in the language of responsible warfare. Each strike is subject to legal approval. And I guess they all get approved. I guess the legal approval is you want to do it, go ahead. But they call these calculations. They say essentially the laws of armed conflict strike a balance between the military advantage of the attack and the expected harm to civilians. The consequences of these calculations are spread across the floors of Gaza hospitals and morgues. Entire families have been killed, infants buried with their parents in mass graves. Strikes have hit water towers and bakeries, schools and ambulances. Human rights groups have flagged a growing number of strikes as potential war crimes and urged an international investigation. International law requires militaries to make clear distinction between civilians and militants and to take all possible pre-precautions to prevent civilian harm. The principle of proportionality prohibits armies from inflicting civilian casualties that are excessive in relation to the direct military advantage anticipated at the time of the strike. So again, is even is even worth it reading this when it's clear there is absolutely no proportionality to speak of and what we're witnessing here is just unadulterated murder of civilians and children. And if this is the calculus, if this is the outcome you've come up with to say we get to kill 200 innocent people to get one enemy of ours, I mean, a part of me is, is you know, what's good for the goose, good for the gander. What you're willing to inflict on other people, we should be obliged to inflict upon you. 
one Hamas commander for 200 dead children. That's the calculus they're running with. How do you think they're going to feel when that gets turned back on them? As it should be. Honestly, it should be. It should be. I don't know how much longer this can go on. But when the dam finally breaks and the people who have been carrying out this unrelenting campaign of genocide, largely unopposed for the last month, be a month tomorrow. When the retribution comes, I hope they're ready to live with the rules that they've established. Because they're doing this on purpose. It says, in calculating the risks, risk to civilians, military planners could reasonably have obsessed, uh, assessed that the number of casualties would be in the hundreds. This particular in the attack of the Jabalia refugee strike. They say, because it was a planned attack, it shows that Israel must have a tolerance for civilian casualties, which is orders of magnitude greater than that that was used by, say, the U.S. Air Force in the war against ISIS, says Mark Latimer. So they know exactly what they're doing. There is no process of determining the legality of these strikes. They are specifically and intentionally targeting large groups of civilians because this is a campaign of genocide. Please listen closely because this is life-changing critical information. The globalists are bombarding us with toxic chemicals hitting us in the air, the water, the food, the 5G, the poison shots, the shedding, the GMO, all of it. But God's given us compounds through nature that do incredible things in our body. And one of the most important, if not the most important, is vitamin B12. We've got the best organic vitamin B12, Ultra 12, a bestseller, finally back in stock after close to a year being sold out. You take it under the tongue for better absorption, and it's 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get your Ultra 12 and other great products and for 40% off. Some products are even more, and it keeps the show on the air. That is a 360 win. The only way you lose is not taking action. I thank you all for your support, being part of this fight. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get Three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to talk about 
America's complicity in what's going on in Gaza right now and all over the Middle East as Israel expands the battlefield to Lebanon and even wants to bring Egypt into it by forcing the Palestinians into the Sinai Peninsula. Again, from that Washington Post article, the United States provides the Israeli army and military uh, with military and intelligence support and is required, therefore, by the Geneva Conventions to ensure that bombing raids in Gaza do not breach international law. On Sunday, IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari appeared to foreshadow the possibility of targeting major hospitals, citing the alleged use by militants to fire on Israeli forces. He described medical facilities as, quote, a key part of Hamas's war machine and urged that they be evacuated. Now, medical relief organizers and doctors inside the hospital have repeatedly emphasized they cannot comply. The facilities are packed with hundreds of people, some of them on life support, as well as newborns in incubators. Thousands of displaced residents are also sleeping on hospital grounds, believing them to be safer than the ruined neighborhoods they fled. Israel does not care, right? They've already slaughtered 4,000-plus children. Why not blow up a uh, hospital nursery ward while you're at it? They go on to note, Gaza is the most densely populated areas, uh, one of the most densely populated areas in the world, with all the exits sealed to all but foreign nationals and a small number of wounded Palestinians and bombs falling across the enclave, there's no meaningful place for civilians to escape. And this is hell on earth. This is absolute unacceptable genocide. And of course, our government is apparently completely captured by these very people. Let's go now to clip number seven. This is Lindsey Graham explaining why Americans shouldn't lose any sleep over the civilian loss of life in Gaza. Warmonger extraordinaire Lindsey Graham justifying the relentless murder of civilians for no military purpose. Let's watch. You've said there should be no limit to what Israel can do to take out Hamas, but is the administration right that Israel needs to do more to protect civilians in Gaza? Protect civilians in Gaza. That language. Well, I think Israel is committed to following the law of armed conflict. One thing I want to say for sure is Israel's not engaged in genocide. And another thing we need to deal with is the. Can we just can we just uh, pause it real quick? Can we pause real quick? America's ally is has over the last month killed ten thousand civilians. Nobody's even contesting that number. We are actually we actually live in a world where we have United States senators going on TV to make the argument. That it's not technically genocide, what's happening. If you're ever in a situation where you're having to clarify that technically it's not genocide, whatever you're engaged in, I, I don't know. I mean, you should probably be inflicted upon some sort of uh, medieval torture device. Let's go back to uh, Lindsey Graham, shall we? So he's, he's, he wants to guarantee us that it might look a lot like genocide, but technically, yeah, it's uh, only kind of is. Let's watch. 
I'm sure there are plenty of people who would love to be free from uh, Hamas, but the most radicalized people on the planet live in the Gaza Strip. They've been taught since birth uh, to kill and hate the Jews. How do you teach math in Gaza? If you had 10 Jews and you kill six, how many would be left? That's been in their school system. So I'm all for... Oh, well, I guess we should kill them then. ...in a fashion that doesn't help Hamas. I'm all for Israel having the time and space to destroy Hamas. I'm all for a new governing regime over the Palestinian people when this is over. And I'm all for Israel and Saudi Arabia reconciling. That's sort and of that's what it's really at. about. That's what it's really about. It's really about the consolidation of the Middle East under... American Israeli control with Saudi Arabia and Israel coming together. But I mean, you can hear that he is making the argument that there is no limit. Israel should not be limited to the number of civilians it kills because, after all, they hate Jews. They're anti Semitic. They're Nazis. You know, kind of like me and you, kind of like the people that they call Nazis here. Basically, because uh, you've been raised ostensibly, I guess they're taught math to hate Jews. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen our? School curriculum these days, not exactly uh, all that different. But I guess because they don't love and appreciate the people who have locked them in an open-air concentration camp, tag them like cattle just to travel to work with for slave wages in the, the chosen land of Israel, I guess they deserve to be murdered. I guess we kill the children. The children... Uh, are raised to dislike the people that have kept them, their parents, and their grandparents in bondage for decades, you're not allowed to hate them. You have to love them. You have to appreciate them. You have to thank them for allowing them to exist, I guess. But, you know, failure to do that, and Lindsey Graham will make sure that uh, you have all of the cover you need kill the children in their uh, incubators before they can you know, become a, th- a potential down-the-line decades-from-now threat to you know, the people that are keeping them in a concentration camp. And make no mistake, we are providing military cover, as we read a second ago. We are providing them military equipment. We are providing them intelligence. We are helping them to direct their attacks. The CIA director is, as we speak, visiting Israel and the Middle East amid Israel-Hamas war. William J. Burns' visit comes as the United States tries to prod Israel, this language, tries to prod Israel to pursue a more targeted approach to attacking Hamas, allow pausing in the fighting, and do more to avoid civilian casualties. See, the implication here is a false one. The implication is that they're doing anything at all to avoid civilian casualties. Just like the implication of the question that was asked to Lindsey Graham, is that they're somehow doing something to protect the civilians in Gaza. They literally ask, shouldn't Israel do more to protect the civilians in Gaza? Shouldn't they do more to protect the people that they've been bombing relentlessly every hour for the last month? How do you do more to protect somebody that you're killing? The CIA director arrived in Israel on Sunday for discussions with leaders and intelligence officials, his first stop in a multi-country trip to the region. According to U.S. officials, the visit comes as the United States is trying to prod Israel to pursue a more targeted approach. It's just such a joke. It is just such calumny. I mean, it's just 
lie after lie, even the way they frame questions, is deceitful. Let's not sugarcoat it. I mean, Israel is after the Greater Israel Project. They're not only desirous of conquering Gaza and eliminating the Palestinians there, they're going to, after that, do the same to the West Bank, do the same to Lebanon, do the same to anybody else that gets in their way. We are supporting this. America is supporting this. Wholesale slaughter of innocent people. Finally, after close to a year, in early November, where I'm cutting this ad, we finally got one of our flagship products back in stock, Ultra 12, the highest quality vitamin B12 organic. You take it out of the tongue so you get better absorption of the body through your blood vessels. And what it does to every system in your body is simply incredible. It's the natural, clean energy, focus, immune system, everything. And it's 40% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. This has been rated as the best B12 in the country. It's available from a top lab that we private label it through at InfoWarsStore.com. Ultra 12, vitamin B12, taken sublingually, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Or you can call toll-free and order it as well, 888-253-3139. And Ultra 12 funds the InfoWar as well. Infowars.com forward slash show. One thing that House Republicans are resolved on is that we must stand with our most important ally in the Middle East, and that's Israel. Incredible video by PSYOP Cop at the PSYOP Cop on Twitter. That is, of course, Reese, the editor for the American Journal, does a lot of great work for us here at InfoWars, and he put out that little uh, compilation as predicting the future. 2024 election canceled, draft implemented. Just like you can see through the obvious lies and tell that the purpose of the bombing campaign by Israel is not to target Hamas. It's a ridiculous claim. Their goal is to take over Gaza, is to eradicate the Palestinian population, and is to solidify their control over all of the land of not just Israel as we know it today, but biblical Israel from the Euphrates to the uh, Nile. You can tell that uh, America's participation in this is in no way to help Israel defeat terror or to support our necessary ally in the Middle East. We are being set up to start a third world war so America can be fully destroyed for the final time, so they can cancel the election, so they can implement speech controls and censorship from the top-down level, so they can reorganize our economy once again, just like they did under COVID, for a Great Reset-style envelopment into a global control grid, one-world government system. It's, I mean, it's just, it could not be more obvious. And the fact that our government is continuing on this when the majority of the American population is against it, when you have massive protests 
hundreds of thousands of people demanding peace. The only people that are in favor of this war are the Israelis and the American politicians. And everybody else is just cowed into inaction because of those two forces. We'll talk about what America is doing in that regard here. But go follow Reese at the PSYOP Cop on Twitter. X, whatever it's called. So on Sunday, IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari appeared to foreshadow the possibility of targeting major hospitals, citing their alleged use by militants to fire on Israeli forces. In response to that, Hamas has actually issued a call to the United Nations begging them to come inspect the hospital and verify that it's not being used by Hamas. They issued this statement. We call on the Secretary General of the United Nations to form an international committee to visit hospitals to verify the occupation's false narrative, Israel's false narrative, that claims to use them as sites for the resistance. In this context, we emphasize what the spokesperson for the Zionist Occupation Army said in his press conference are mere lies, media fabrications, and blatant fabrications. He tries to justify their threat to target the Indonesian hospital and the Qatari hospital in the northern Gaza Strip by saying that Hamas had built tunnels under them and was using them as cover to launch rockets. This is nothing but a lie to justify their crimes against civilians and the wounded. His claims that there is a tunnel opening in the Indonesia hospital are, in fact, nothing but a fuel store for the hospital, and the engineering maps and pictures prove this. Also, his claim that there's a tunnel under Hamad Hospital, which is a room under the hospital for pumps and electricity generators in the presence of a chimney for ventilation next to this room, in addition to the hospital plans belie this. What confirms and exposes the lies of the enemy's army spokesman is that they targeted more than 100 hospitals and medical centers and put about 16 hospitals out of service from the north of Gaza Strip to its south up to the Egyptian border, not to mention their commission, uh, their commission of the Baptist Hospital Massacre, which was committed by the Air Force with an American missile, which was confirmed by the facts and all international institutions denied their story, claiming that a resistance missile fell in the hospital, which definitively indicates the occupation's continued approach to targeting the medical sector, the wounded and the displaced under various pretexts and lies, not to mention all the hospitals are open to journalists and international institutions around the clock. The claim of the enemy army spokesman. That Hamas steals fuel is nothing but a pure slander denied by the UNRWA, which is the United Nations uh, Refugee Agency, which categorically denied this. All international institutions know the quantities of fuel that enter the hospital in Gaza, and they are calculated in liters. They also know the time periods during which these quantities are consumed and depleted. This is what prompted the United Nations, the World Health Organization, and many bodies to seriously warn against running out of fuel and exposing the health sector to a disaster. So they're actually inviting the United Nations in. And look, there's like two things. Like as much as the United Nations is uh, entirely from its inception, from before its inception, from its predecessor of the League of Nations has been a tool for the globalists to institute a global government through supranational organizations. And we, so we oppose it at all costs. This is why, right? Because any time where they could actually be useful, any time where you actually have a nation committing genocide against an unarmed populace, bombing their hospitals, destroying their maternity wards in just wanton displays of mass murder, the UN will issue a statement here or there. They'll say a thing once or twice, but they have no power, no, no ability to actually do anything to prevent the mass murder that we're seeing. Oh, they're, ve- they're very good at, at you know stopping you from getting gasoline from shutting down your industry through sanctions. But you have 
these organizations completely incapable of doing anything to limit the murderous rampage that Israel is now on. And by the way, we have the world's first example of publicly acknowledged space combat in this conflict. Israel intercepts a ballistic missile in space with aero defense system in first ever space combat. Last week marked a historic milestone in military defense, the first combat ever to take place beyond Earth's atmosphere. Israel's celebrated aero missile defense system was activated in response to a ballistic missile launched by Yemen's Iran-backed Houthis aimed at the Israeli port city of Elat during the incident on October 30th. Swords of Iron, the IAF, carried out the first operational interception of a ballistic missile threat by the Aero system in the Red Sea region. The, set, the threat did not infiltrate into Israeli airspace. Swords of Iron, the IAF, carried out this operational interception of a ballistic missile. The Israeli Defense Forces shared a clip showing the moment of interception. The clip shows a cylindrical shape representing the incoming ballistic missile, which is suddenly obliterated by uh, an explosion. They say they intercepted a service-to-service missile in the Red Sea area. It's a missile defense system, the Aero Weapons System, designed to intercept and destroy ballistic missiles. It's the world's first standalone anti-tactical ballistic missile defense system. It includes Aero 2 and Aero 3 interceptors, which can intercept short, medium, and long-range ballistic missiles. It's an advanced air defense system created and designed to intercept ballistic missiles outside the Earth's atmosphere. Demonstrated today that Israel possesses the most advanced technology for defense against ballistic missiles at various ranges. It's part of the Aero Weapons System, which is the world's first anti-tactical ballistic missile system. The interceptors track, detect, and intercept and destroy incoming TBMs carrying a range of warheads over a large footprint, thereby protecting strategic assets and population centers. It's designed to uh, destroy these uh, incoming ballistic missiles. So, you know. Jewish space lasers, I guess you could call them. Meanwhile, the CIA director is visiting Israel and other uh, Middle Eastern regions, ostensibly to just ask Israel to consider maybe not just bombing nothing but civilians. Uh, Maybe you could slow it down a little bit. But in reality, working as an emissary and ambassador of Israel, as U.S. Secretary of State in Turkey tries to tamped down on Turkey's anti-Israel rhetoric. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken landed in Turkey on the 6th of November in hopes of putting out the fire that has the Turkish population raging against the U.S. and Israel. Again, why don't you stop the murder? If you stop the campaign of genocide, then the people complaining about the genocide won't have anything to complain about anymore. But this is just the persistent mindset of American and Israeli military and to a large degree civilians where they say essentially it's it's the reaction that's the problem it's not their actions it's not that they've done anything wrong it's not that they're carrying out a campaign of genocide against an unarmed populace with literal space weapons it's the people are mad about it and that's the real issue and that's what needs to be confronted we'll be right back Please listen closely because this is life-changing critical information. The globalists are bombarding us with toxic chemicals hitting us in the air, the water, the food, the 5G, the poison shots, the shedding, the GMO, all of it. 
But God's given us compounds through nature that do incredible things in our body. And one of the most important, if not the most important, is vitamin B12. We've got the best organic vitamin B12, Ultra 12, a bestseller finally back in stock after close to a year being sold out. You take it under the tongue for better absorption, and it's 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get your Ultra 12 and other great products and for 40% off. Some products are even more, and it keeps the show on the air. That is a 360 win. The only way you lose is not taking action. I thank you all for your support, being part of this fight. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. back folks we're gonna take your phone calls throughout the third hour today i still have a lot to talk about in terms of ukraine and some political stuff again it's just this israeli conflict is really just bringing to the fore bringing to a head the fact that our democracy doesn't exist anymore nobody in our country voted for anthony blinken nobody whether Joe Biden actually got elected or not, it's up for debate. I think it's pretty obvious they cheated to get him in. But it's also equally as obvious that he's not really the one in charge at this point. He spends most of his time laying on the beach like a squid. And it's Anthony Blinken that is running the country. Anthony Blinken, who, by the way, great candidate for the game we call uh, Wikipedia Hopscotch. Just go to Anthony Blinken's page, start clicking around. You'll find things like the fact that his stepfather was apparently the last known person to speak to Robert Maxwell, who's Ghislaine's Maxwell's father. He's a triple agent between the Soviet intelligence agency, the CIA, and Mossad. So his stepfather was a confidant to that super spy and was the last person to see him before he mysteriously fell off of his yacht and died in an obvious murder. That's just one of the various names that you can find on Anthony Blinken's page. His father was a ambassador to Hungary. And in fact, what was previously called the Open Society Foundation uh, Center in Hungary is renamed after him. And there's a lot of stuff like that. Anthony Blinken, of course, was also a major figure in West Exec which was the shadow government that operated during Donald Trump's tenure as president. It was a large number of Obama 
officials who simply occupied a building across the street from the White House and worked as a shadow government actually controlling America in opposition to the desires of the elected officials. So it's not just about you know decrying the uh, murderous campaign of, of genocide that Israel is engaged in. It's about the fact that the people using America to help carry this out are themselves dual citizens with Israel. Anthony Blinken currently is on is in the Israeli cabinet. He has an official position in the Israeli government. As Secretary of State for America, he is also an Israeli official in their government. And he's currently traveling around the Middle East trying to flex American power, use American power, not for the benefit of Americans, but for the benefit of Israel and himself and their whole family. So again, you have massive protests outside the U.S. Embassy in Ankara on Sunday in Turkey. He goes and visits. They came after a surprise visit to Iraq. As he says, this is a matter of Iraqi sovereignty. No country wants to have militia groups engaged in violent activities in a hardly disguised threat against the uh, Iraqi puppet regime that operates there. But I remind you again, just like the bombing campaigns of Israel are not in any legitimate way progressing any military agenda whatsoever, they're just slaughtering civilians, in the same way America's participation in this is, as far as I can tell, for the sole intent and purpose of drawing America into a third world war so that now that the very same organizations and people and corporate combines that have sold out America to China have systematically over the last several decades degraded our national security, destroyed our economic independence, undercut our sovereignty at every possible pass, will now send us to war against the very countries that they sold us out to, like China, in an effort to once and for all destroy not just America, but the heritage and the beliefs and ideology that we represent through our founding. Biden regime deploys over 17,200 military personnel to the Middle East amid rising tensions. So over 17,200 military personnel from the U.S. Navy and Marine Corps are heading towards or have already arrived in the eastern Mediterranean and was widely reviewed as a clear message to U.S. adversaries. And this is in addition to the tens of thousands of military personnel we already have in bases that are already coming under attack in the Middle East. And in fact, Iran has warned America that our bases in the area will be hit hard if a Gaza ceasefire is not reached. On Monday, Iran's foreign minister, Hussein Amir Abdullihan, claimed the United States is desperately seeking an end to the fighting, claimed that the United States is desperately seeking an end to the fighting uh, to Gaza, despite Israel being nowhere near dismantling and destroying Hamas at the moment, which is Tel Aviv's stated aim. The foreign minister said that, quote, the Americans sent us a message in the past three days saying they are seeking a ceasefire, according to state TV. 
again, you ask the question, who's in charge here? Who is the, who is the superpower and who is the puppet regime? Because we have asked Israel multiple times. We've sent secretaries of state. We sent our president over there asking for a ceasefire. We've got nothing but the middle finger in return. And so we funded them with tens of billions of dollars, provided them intelligence and armament to carry out the attacks that we are apparently against. But actually, I can tell you a very interesting admission that explains the dichotomy, the the difference between our stated goals and what we actually allow Israel to carry out. This is from NBC News. Biden officials voice new concerns over Israel's war with uh, Hamas. Some official uh, administration officials, they say, are worried that the U.S. could become more and more isolated on the world stage over President Joe Biden's close alignment with Israel and that he will be blamed for some of Israel's military actions, Israel's military actions, according to three current and former officials. Here's the most important line in this entire argument here, uh, this entire article, rather. If this really goes, quote, as a senior U.S. official, if this really goes bad, we want to be able to point to our past statements. The official said the administration is particularly worried about a narrative taking hold that Biden supports all Israeli military actions and that U.S. provided weapons have been used to kill Palestinian civilians, many of them women and children. The Defense Department has said that the U.S. is not putting any limits or restrictions on the weapons it's providing to Israel. But as they admit, they're making statements in an attempt to portray us as some sort of moderating power. Not in any hope that we'll actually moderate the attacks. Not that that's the intention. They don't think that's going to happen. They know that's not going to happen. But they are making the statements so that when it is understood by the vast majority that this actually was a campaign of genocide, that it was America and Israel together engaged in mass slaughter of innocent civilians and children, they can point to their past statements and say, well, we wanted them to stop. We tried to stop them. They are admitting in this article, obliquely, but they are admitting it, that our statements are nothing but cover for what we know they're already doing. Nothing but a lie. So that we can later point back to that lie and say, no, it wasn't us. We didn't want them to be doing this. Now, <laughs> our, our inability to even get a moderate concession from Israel is almost comic at this point. From Bloomberg, Israel-Hamas conflict, U.S. senators call on Israel to shift Gaza tactics. Yeah, shift their tactics. Yeah, victim asks murderer if they can stab them with the other hand. Can you put your knife in your other hand when you stab me to death? We want them to shift tactics in their campaign of murder. Blinken tells Mahmoud Abbas of Palestine he asked Israel to use smaller bombs on Gaza. He asked Israel to use smaller bombs. That's where we are at this point. And of course, they get ignored. Of course, being completely ignored. They're not using smaller bombs. Wouldn't matter if they did. They would just use more of them. That's how pathetic 
this regime is. And you have to ask yourself, are they incompetent? Are they stupid? Are they weak? Or is that option precluded by the fact that they have reached the highest levels of power in the most powerful country in the history of the world? And in fact, they're extremely sophisticated, extremely devious, and engaged in a purposeful campaign of destruction to bring about World War III and destroy the country that they rule over, America. We'll be right back. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operations. 